This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You're live with Get Connected, just here before the holidays. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got uh, some of my techie friends with me uh, today as well. Uh, Graham Williams uh, will be uh, covering some of the news uh, with me. And of course, Christina later on in the program. I just want to give a shout out to uh, a special uh, Get Connected series next week. Uh, during the Christmas uh, break between Christmas and New Year's. From Tuesday to Friday, you can tune in and hear our sweet voices uh, between 4 and 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And the reason why we're doing that is because we know that a lot of people have gotten uh, techie gift uh, items for Christmas and probably have a lot of questions. So we will be taking your calls during that time. And again, that's next week on CKNW here in Vancouver, Tuesday to Friday uh, from 4 to 6 o'clock. So uh, have your questions uh, ready. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. On today's program, lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to be doing a bit of a BlackBerry update. I know, haven't heard about BlackBerry for a while, so uh, there's some new developments there. Uh, We'll also be chatting with the folks over at London Drugs about some last-minute tech stocking stuffers, uh, uh, under $200, under $100, and under $50. So lots of different items uh, to inspire you. And uh, we're also going to be talking about the competitive landscape of cell service here in Canada. I think we saw some crazy stuff happen uh, this past week with uh, uh, all the major carriers matching that price plan, 10 gigs uh, for $60. Uh, A lot of people were able to take advantage of it. Probably one of the best deals I've seen in years. But uh, we'll be getting the lowdown from our friend uh, Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup on uh, how it's all looking when we're compared to the rest of the world. Graham, thanks for joining me in studio. Always happy to be here. Interesting uh, story about uh, Apple and uh, Apple is throttling uh, older iPhones, taking their speed down to conserve on uh, deteriorating batteries. And so this is a story that's, I mean, a lot of people are losing their minds over right now because they're like, see, planned obsolescence. Apple is slowing down your phone so you buy a new one. This is actually a very interesting story because it's kind of exactly the opposite of that. Essentially, when you've had a phone for a long time, your battery degrades. And you can actually see this. You can get third-party apps. Uh, I've used one called Battery Monitor that shows you the percentage of life that your battery has in comparison to what it had when it first started. When it dips below about 70%, Apple, you know, typically if you bring it into an Apple store, they're like, you should replace this battery now. And I actually had an iPhone 5 that was somewhere around 65% when I got it done. How much was it? And it was 90 bucks. That included uh, the battery and the installation. Yeah. And I mean, you know, turn my phone back into essentially a new phone. And so a lot of folks right there are probably saying, well, I shouldn't have to buy a new battery. This is a fact of life. Your batteries will degrade. Batteries die. This is a lithium yeah. ion thing. It's not an Apple thing. It's not an Android thing. This happens. And so what's been happening in the past, and a lot of people have reported this, is as your battery gets older, you know, you get to like 40% or 20% and your phone suddenly shuts off. And when you plug it back in, you, it says that you've got 40% or 20% in there. So you're like, what's going on here? Essentially what's happening is the processor in your phone is demanding so much power out of this old battery that it can't give it that peak power that it shuts the phone down. Well, it's no good for anyone. So essentially what Apple has done is with the latest iOS 11 updates, um, it has put in an algorithm that when it gets to this, this peak power draw and it knows the battery can't do that, it slows the phone down a little bit so it's not drawing as much power. So the phone doesn't shut down. It keeps running. So you've got your phone to use. But it makes the phone slower. Makes the phone slower. And so the solution to this is, well, one, you can use it as a slower device or two, go and get your battery replaced and it goes right back up to the original speed. This is kind of a non-story, but people are looking at it saying planned obsolescence. Again, it's exactly the opposite. Replace the battery and you don't have to replace the phone. Replace the phone and you don't have to replace the battery. Again, how much are the batteries? 90 bucks, right? So 
you know, either, either way, something has to be done here. You don't get to use a piece of electronics forever and expect it to work exactly the way that it did day one. But by replacing that battery, you get back to peak performance again. So it's not planned obsolescence. This Apple's like, not screwing you. Yeah, and honestly, I, w- I would expect <laughs> to see Samsung and Google and others do things like this because it's actually a great solution to the, oh no, at 40%, my phone just shuts down. Nobody wants that. So this is actually a good thing for phone users everywhere, and everyone should be doing it. And you should be expecting to replace your phone battery every two to three years. Or upgrade the phone. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about some more tech news. You're listening to Get Connected today. Uh, Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams. Uh, This was interesting. Netflix subscriber totals will soon surpass cable TV. Not surprised at all. Um, I haven't had cable TV for probably about two or three years. I've had cable companies and, and satellite companies calling me every couple of months, offering me two free months, three free months. I don't want your cable television. I don't want your advertisements. I want to be able to sit down and watch the shows that I want to watch when I want to watch them. So Interesting. Uh, and I know I talk to, uh, you know, my kids, uh, you know, they're teenagers and, uh, you know, some of them are in their 20s uh, now, them and their friends. None of them ever plan on getting cable TV. Yeah. I mean, the biggest problem that I've found, again, is with some Canadian licensing. You know, there are shows like, for example, Rick and Morty. Uh, you weren't able to get it in Canada on streaming until after the Blu-ray, Blu-ray was released. And, you know, for a lot of people that was, well, I'll just go and pirate it. I don't really want to pirate this stuff. So it's kind of up to Canadian licensors to get ahead of that thing. And look at it this way. Streaming is the lucrative revenue platform right now, whether it is streaming through iTunes or Google Play or through Netflix or Crave TV or other streaming providers. So I look at it this way. You've got really one option. Figure out how to stream it, uh, because otherwise people are going to pirate it because nobody wants your cable anymore. What's this going to do, though, Graham? You know, we talk about this all the time. Um, You know, what about the Shaws and the Bells and the Rogers uh, out there that provide cable TV? In 20 years, um, even sooner, uh, there's not going to be a lot of cable TV anymore. Like, Where does that business go? Obviously, they have to make up that revenue somewhere. Well, in the case of Bell and Rogers and Shaw, they all have content licensing divisions. So they're already ahead of the game on this. They're the ones who are making the content licensing agreements. And so it really just becomes a matter of shifting from the cable model to the internet service provision model. And this is actually, again, why net neutrality is so important. Because essentially, if you are with, for example, Shaw, and you want to watch a Bell show, and Bell has decided that they're going to stream it at extra cost to everybody else, but include it for free in their service, we now have kind of the balkanization of content in Canada. With net neutrality, we need to make sure that that remains free. So that's something that it should be in the back of everyone's minds because, you know, with respect, Bell and Rogers and Shaw will probably be coming for these provisions in the future. And we need to make sure that that doesn't happen. We're hearing a lot about uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum. Uh, this was a stupid story. <laughs> An iced tea company uh, out of uh, the U.S., New York, the Long Island Ice Tea Corporation, uh, rebrands as Long Blockchain and blockchain is the technology that a lot of these uh, Bitcoin technologies operate on. Uh, they rebranded as long blockchain and their stock price tripled. Yeah, it's it's kind of a sort of a neat phenomenon. The word blockchain, obviously, a very hot button word for a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm personally actually changing my last name to blockchain. Because uh, so you're weird. <laughs> yes. I, I'm just expecting more interest from people, really, is the thing. Um, I mean, crypto is, is huge right now, right? And it's, uh, it's a very cool... Uh, bit of technology, this sort of, 
you know, assured ledger, digital ledger that is distributed and decentralized. It's an important technology, and I think more people need to be looking into what it means and why it's important. It's not simply because it's a get-rich-quick scheme. It actually is probably one of the most important things in technology since the microprocessor itself. That said, I'm not sure it's a huge advancement in iced tea technology. Iced tea technology. When we come back from the break, still a lot more tech to talk. Uh, we will be... Uh Chatting with Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup about uh, competition in the cell phone space here in Canada and how we compare it to the rest of the world. And as you can imagine, uh, we're probably not comparing that well. Uh, but we'll get all the numbers uh, on that. We'll also be uh, chatting about uh, some last-minute uh, tech stocking stuffers you can get for the uh, the techie lovers in your life and uh, a BlackBerry update. you want to stay tuned for that. Some interesting stuff happening there. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. Still lots more to talk about on today's program. We're going to be uh, doing a bit of a countdown on some uh, last-minute tech stocking stuffers and and gifts uh, for the uh, loved ones in your life. Also, a little update on BlackBerry and uh, how they're uh, doing. Uh, Some uh, interesting uh, things going on uh, over there. And, of course, App of the Week with Christina later on in the program. Competition in the cell phone space here in Canada. Not as great as uh, I think we would all like we saw some uh, huge uh, rushes out there to get the uh, the 10 gigabyte plan this week from a lot of the carriers. $60, 10 gigabytes, Canada-wide calling, unlimited messaging. Probably one of the best deals that I've seen in a long time. And uh, on the line, we have our uh, our good friend Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup to help uh, talk about the, comp- uh, the competitive landscape when it comes to telecoms uh, in our country. How are you doing, Rose? I'm doing very well, thanks. Well, I might have been facetious there. We're not getting good deals, are we, compared to the rest of the world? That's right. So everybody in Canada feels like they pay the highest prices for their smartphone plans, and it turns out they're mostly right. So Canada's innovation minister came out with the annual telecom pricing study uh, just about a week ago, and through a range of different service tiers from just talking tax to 10 gigs of data, Canada ranks the highest or within the top three, along with the U.S., Japan, and Germany, in all the different tiers. Meanwhile, at the bottom, there's France, Italy, Australia, and the U.K., with prices that are generally up to $30 less than ours. Uh, So quite a significant difference there. I find that interesting, some of the countries you mentioned there, because here in Canada, we always hear from the telecom providers, we have such a big country, uh, it costs so much much money for infrastructure, but then there's like Australia, that's a big country as well, uh, and I imagine there's not that much competition down there, uh, yet they're enjoying better prices than we are. Right, I mean, it's all about the market and how it's set up. And um, the fact is that we do have three major carriers in Canada um, that haven't been competing very much with each other uh, in recent years. Of course, recently we saw um, the 10 gig $60 plan that sort of swept Ontario, Alberta and BC and shocked everybody for being, you know, about $65 less than usual pricing. Yeah. And I think that's due to, to, to Freedom Mobile in the market. The uh, the fourth uh, carrier used to be Win Mobile, bought by Shaw. Uh, now they're uh, building up their network to compete against uh, the other uh, three. Uh, 
Europe, they've got cheap prices. I can kind of almost see that because there must be a lot of competition in that space. Each country's got its own cell phone carriers. You know, it's part of the European Union. You can roam all over the place. Uh, Competition has a big effect, doesn't it? Competition has a huge effect. So, I mean, absolutely in Europe, they have a situation where um, many carriers actually have plans that cross borders. Um, which is not something that we're, we're starting to experience that with U.S. and Canada, but that's still very, very new with uh, certain sort of tourist plans. But if we can see um, Freedom Mobile take a spot, uh, which is more of a, a large fourth competitor, like a T-Mobile in the U.S., and um, it's possible we could see lower plans. And even over from last year, we're seeing decreases in the plans uh, slightly. So it's not all bad news. In the lower tier plans, they are less expensive than they were on average last year. The only bad thing is that it didn't keep pace with the rest of the world. So <laughs> they still remain high, uh, among the highest, if not higher than before. So we're still looking at a, at a pretty um, non-competitive environment, but maybe Freedom Mobile, which is owned by Shaw, will, will do something to change that in the next few years. Well, you know, I've looked at some of the Freedom Mobile plans. They look fantastic compared to the uh, the big three, but uh, their network's not as built out as uh, the incumbents, is it? So that's the main issue is the network. It will all rest on whether Freedom can acquire enough spectrum to really make a bid at becoming uh, a national contender, because it all comes down to that resource. Um, Shaw definitely has uh, the money and I think the ambition to go ahead with that, but they really need to be able to uh, acquire the spectrum. And we've seen them make some moves in that recently, um, but they will sort of need to depend on the government to allot some to the newer entrants, as they're often called, um, because I, I don't believe they'll be able to compete with Bell, Tellus, and Rogers directly in upcoming Spectrum auctions if they don't have that sort of advantage. Do you think there's a will from the government to give uh, Freedom a little bit of a, a, a helping hand? There does seem to be so far. Um, the um, Minister of Innovation, Navdeep Baines, has indicated that that's the direction they'd like to go with future Spectrum auctions, is to make sure that new entrants are able to acquire that. Um, and I think that's what they're looking at in terms of trying to spur competition rather than do, uh, you know, do policy regulation about enforcing things such as unlimited data plans. I think they'd rather like to see if they can organically help um, a, a fourth carrier to become bigger, whether it is Freedom or Videotron or, you know, whichever one is playing in the market. This, um, this, this study as well, did, was it, did it just cover cell phone plans? The study, yes, it, can, it covered cell phone plans, uh, mobile data plans, and um, internet plans for broadband as well, and even um, fixed landline plans as well. So in all of those different categories, Canada generally came up at the top. So not just for mobile data, but also for broadband, internet, and of course, for wireless phone plans as well. 
Yeah, it's you know I, I was looking at my uh, my internet bill the other day, and you know I'm I'm up at about a hundred bucks a month because I've got the super high speed package. And you know I, I remember finally to the days when internet access was like twenty dollars or twenty five dollars. Those days are gone. Those days are are very much gone. Uh, but you know I think we'll have to see at some point. Uh, a turn towards unlimited data in the future just because use cases will demand it in terms of how much data we'll be using for things like virtual reality or things like autonomous cars. Um, So what I'm hoping is we see a change in the market, and I think there will be, but um, it's kind of unclear if it'll be Freedom Mobile that really helps spur that change or if it'll be, you know, what exactly will make that change in the market? Though I think we are seeing some interesting things starting off even just now. Talking with Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup, a fantastic website for all your smartphone and mobile news needs. They've also got a, a great little uh, a tool up there to help you compare all the different cell phone plans from the, uh, the different carriers uh, in the marketplace. So I encourage you to check that out as well. Thanks for joining us, Rose. Thank you very much. When we come back from the break, still a lot more tech to talk, including a a stocking and gift guide for uh, tech lovers in your life, and also an update on BlackBerry. Stay tuned. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Yagerbo here in studio today, just before Christmas. It's uh, been a busy time for uh, the tech world. This is where uh, a lot of the sales happen. To get uh, some last-minute gift ideas, maybe even tech stocking uh, ideas as well, we've got uh, Tim Jaworski from London Drugs on the line. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's uh, winter and officially today, and everyone's sort of getting ready for that last-minute push. Speaking of winter, you're out of uh, Saskatchewan. Absolutely, yeah, out in Saskatoon here, the Paris of the Prairie. <laughs> I haven't heard that before, but I will, I will use that. Uh, Tim, so Christmas is coming up really quick here, and I wanted to get some last-minute uh, gift ideas. Uh, what do you got for us? Well, I wanted to sort of break it down into sort of three different price points. Uh, just so you can sort of cover all bases. Uh, if we're looking at sort of the under $200 range, uh, we've got some really fun little uh, drones. Uh, they're from a company called Propel, and they're actually Star Wars drones. And uh, what's kind of unique about these is it's uh, ever since everyone saw the movie, they, their sort of dream was, you know, I'd really love to fly an X-Wing, right? Yes. Well, now you can with these Propel drones. Uh, there's uh, three versions of it, an X-Wing, a TIE fighter, and a speeder bike. And these are fully functional quadcopter drones that you can fly around. Uh, they're even designed where you can fly up to 12 of them at the same location. So you can literally have uh, dogfights together. You're not crashing your drones into each other. Think of it more as laser tag so that uh, you come in behind one of your opponents and hit the fire button, and if you hit him, his drone goes into a gentle spiral and lands on the ground and takes him out of the battle. It's kind of a fun, cool way to uh, sort of uh, celebrate the new movie. Tim, I've tried these. They're they're fantastic, and it's a great time as well because I know the price has dropped on them. They used to be well over two hundred dollars, and they're three hundred bucks. So uh, yeah, the- exactly. So they're definitely comfortably under that two hundred dollar range right now, and we've got all three of the versions in stock. Um, also sticking sort of in that high tech end of over in our computer department, uh, the Samsung Galaxy Tab A. It's a nice little compact tablet, but with a seven inch screen on it. 
very affordable in that under $200 range with a fully functional Android tablet from a manufacturer everyone's really heard from. So Yeah, Samsung, they make fantastic stuff. And that's a, that's a great size. 7-inch uh, fits right in the hand, and uh, you can sit there on your couch or... You know, if you're on the train and uh, want to catch up on stuff, uh, definitely uh, a great little tablet uh, yeah. to work with. Yeah, even stream your favorite radio station. It's, yeah, like my show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for us? So the next step, if we look, uh, bringing the budget down a little bit under the two hundred, under the one hundred dollar range from uh, Nikon in the photo electronics department, we've got the Aculon ten by twenty one binoculars, and they're on sale right now through till Christmas at a very attractive price. Uh, they're beautiful, sort of a lacquer cherry uh, cherry red color. A nice and compact, very easy to carry around, easy to hold steady, and just the perfect thing for a person who's looking at uh, birding, uh, maybe going to a Canucks game and getting closer to the action, going to a concert, or you know maybe you know watching the Rough Riders and the Lions uh, in the summertime again. <laughs> and then uh, you you can figure out who you want to cheer for. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, also in our computer department, uh, gaming headsets for the gamers in the crowd are always always quite popular. And we've got some really nice, uh, from um, uh, Logitech, we've got a really nice wireless gaming headset that's Bluetooth compatible. You can connect it to your laptop, to your desktop, to your tablet, to your phone. It's got a nice, uh, very uh, uh, good pickup on the uh, boom microphone on it so you can hear and be heard at the same time. Uh, And with being wireless, you can wander around the house with it as well. No, that's a fantastic idea. There's so many gamers uh, in my life, and uh, they go through those headsets like there's no tomorrow. So, uh, you know, yeah. under 100 bucks, that's a great deal. Exactly. And then uh, when we take one step lower, then we go sort of that under, under the $50 price. Uh, in our audio-video department, uh, the Google Chromecast is a uh, pretty popular little item. The uh, advent of the smart TV has made it very easy for people to be able to stream content internet content on their television sets, but not everyone has a, TV, a smart TV. So if you've got one of those dumb TVs, you can easily, for under 50 bucks, turn it into a smart TV with a Chromecast so you can stream stuff like uh, YouTube, Netflix, Crave, lots of different content available for streaming on your television set. Well, you know what I like about that? Uh, and for people that even do have smart TVs, uh, the Chromecast is great because it's part of the whole Google universe. I've actually got a Google Home at home, and with the Chromecast, you can get uh, you know Netflix and stuff going through there, and you can use your Google Home and your voice because it's an intelligent speaker to actually control things like looking through your your uh, Google Photo slideshow or Netflix. It's it's really quite magical. Oh yeah, it, it, it adds a lot of connectivity to your devices, definitely. And uh, all it takes is one HDMI port, and it's uh, very simple to plug and play and get it up and running. Very cool. Uh, and the last thing I guess to touch on here in our photo electronics department, sticking with that whole wireless world, is just traditional wireless uh, Bluetooth headphones for people uh, who are, want to listen to music off of their, their phone or off of their uh, iPod or anything like that wirelessly. You can have the iPod or your phone sitting in the table and wander around the house while you're decorating the tree. And uh, we've got... So those Bluetooth headphones in both over-the-ear and bud styles with a really wide selection in that under $50 range. Well, that's a the fantastic gift idea because, again, you can't have too many of those either. Uh, you know, yeah. I've, I've got several, and just depending what kind of mood or where I'm going, uh, you know, I choose uh, the different ones. So uh, under 50 bucks, that's, uh, you know, a great, uh, great price. 
Uh, I want to thank you for joining us, Tim. All right. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you, and I hope you and yours have a fantastic Christmas. We've been talking with uh, our friend uh, Tim over at London Drugs uh, about some last-minute Christmas uh, gift items. When we come back, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. Got uh, a little bit more tech to talk on today's program. I want to bring on uh, one of my uh, friends from IT World Canada, Eric Emin Wood. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Mike. Uh, interesting story uh, that uh, you're reporting on. Uh, TCL, uh, big uh, uh, tech company, I believe out of China. Out of China, yes. Yeah, They're they, um, they make uh, a lot of smartphones under the TCL mm-hmm. brand. Uh, Alcatel, and also BlackBerry. And uh, word on the street is uh, they're selling half their smartphone business. That's correct. So what we learned, Mike, uh, recently is that uh, TCL plans to sell slightly less than half of its smartphone business, 49%, um, because of poor sales. The <laughs> We don't want to say it's because of poor BlackBerry sales because they haven't actually specified what models are not selling well. And as you mentioned yourself, they sell under three different brands. Um, but we do know that they lost a lot of value, uh, something like 85% from last year when they first went uh, private. Wow. Um, do we have any idea how many BlackBerry phones are being sold anymore? Unfortunately, right now we don't. Um, BlackBerry itself does not keep track of the unit numbers anymore. They simply license their name. And so under the terms of the agreement, anytime we're writing about a BlackBerry handset, we're directed to get in contact with TCL. When we contacted TCL about this particular story, they did not respond. So, And when we last asked them about unit sales, they wouldn't give us any numbers. But they did say the sales were high enough that they were expanding the number of markets that uh, they were bringing the key one and motion to. It's interesting times in the smartphone uh, world. It's uh, so highly competitive and even more competitive, I I feel, in the Android space because there's so many different manufacturers of Android phones, so many different price points. You know, how, how do companies like that stay competitive when there's so many of them out there? Well, it's, it can be difficult. That's true. And what, uh, what TCL and BlackBerry have tried to do is emphasize the uh, difference of their phones in one of two ways. Either you are getting a BlackBerry phone with a keyboard, which has always been a physical keyboard, which has always been one of their big selling points. Uh, they are at this point the only major manufacturer that still does that. And so for the one or two percent of uh, users like me who refuse to let go of a physical keyboard. Um, do you still have a BlackBerry? Fit in with that. I do still have a BlackBerry. Wow. And I don't understand how the rest of you heathens manage to <laughs> use a touchscreen keyboard. I was forced to use I was forced to use a touchscreen BlackBerry for about a month when my priv broke a couple of months ago and it's since been replaced with a key one. And they're I mean they are very reliable phones. Uh on the surface you can't really tell the difference between them and any other Android, which underlines your point. The other selling point the BlackBerry tries to emphasize is the security of its Android system. It does put an extra layer of software on top of the Android operating system. So I don't know how common it is in other Android systems, but uh, mine is protected by uh, by multiple layers. So there is, a, there is a powerful antivirus software on it. It does include a 
thumbprint reader. It includes a um, it includes a pattern if it can't recognize the thumbprint, and if you try to open it up too many times, it erases all of your data. What are you hiding, Eric Emin? I'm not hiding. <laughs> this time. My other phone was a different story, but it's broken. <laughs> so you just can't get away from the keyboard. No, no, no. I can't. I, the the uh, uh, touchscreen keyboards drive me insane. Well, it's interesting. You know, BlackBerry used to be such a major player uh, in the marketplace. I mean, mm-hmm. they were the smartphone manufacturer, and then uh, you know, Apple got into the game, and then Google got into mm-hmm. the game, and uh, they've basically exited that, only licensing their name to uh, smartphones. Um, you know, I, I just read uh, this week that uh, BlackBerry will actually be closing down their app store at the end of 2019. Uh, I guess that was uh, their apps that would support the old BlackBerry uh, 10 operating system? That's that's right. And that actually is an extension. There was a bit of an outcry. BlackBerry's policy has always been to support its um, phones for two years after manufacture. So speaking of my Priv, they recently shut down support for the Priv. Um, but the BlackBerry Classic and the Passport have proven more popular with certain markets still, uh, that there are enough users that they're seeing fit to promise they'll support it for another two years. But once that two years is up, uh, which will be at the end of 2019, they're shutting down the support for the operating system and shutting down the BlackBerry App Store. Kind of uh, an end of an era, really. It will be, yes. Although BlackBerry itself is doing quite well. They have uh, they have made a successful pivot to software and services, which represent uh, 85% of their business now and growing. And they did make over $200 million in the last quarter. So they're not, uh, <laughs> not in their heyday, but they could definitely be doing much worse. No, they're not going to have the gross sales that they used to from selling all those smartphones. Uh, but obviously, software and security, a uh, highly profitable business. Mm-hmm. It is, yes. And they've uh, they made a very smart purchase of QNX uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. And so they have a huge marketing connected cars. Something like uh, 50%, or they've told us that 50% of the cars on the road have BlackBerry software in them. So no getting you to switch from a BlackBerry phone anytime soon? <laughs> uh, if, uh, if TCL suddenly stops uh, manufacturing under the BlackBerry name, the... Uh, Last year's deal was for five years, so fingers crossed they play it out. But uh, (laughs) my next uh, best guess would probably be buying an iPhone, and you can get uh, keyboard attachments for those. You're always welcome over to the the other world here. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll stay on my side. Thank you very much. We're talking with Eric Emmon-Wood from IT World Canada. People can uh, find out more information about your articles there. Yes, www.itworldcanada.com and www.itbusiness.ca. Fantastic. When we come back from the break, we uh, have our App of the Week with Christina, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Coors Radio Network. Back after the messages here. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. Uh, I've been joined today uh, with uh, Graham Williams, and uh, right now we've got Christina Stoyanova in studio to tell us the app of the week. What do you got? We have an app by Google. It's called Motion Stills. And what does this one do? This one actually helps you with your live photos. So Apple introduced live photo with uh, the iPhone 6S. But I don't know about you, but I can never get a good live photo. So Motion Stills will actually go through all of the live photos on your device 
and it will stabilize them uh, so that there is a minimal shake. And then it will convert them into GIFs and movie files that you can share on social media and with your friends and all that. That's kind of cool. And uh, free? Free and available on both platforms. Love it. I'm going to have to try that uh, one out. I love uh, monkeying around with photos. Uh, Grant, we were talking uh, during the break. Uh, you're big into games. Yeah. I am, I am when I have time. Uh, kind of a cool deal going on with uh, an oldie but goodie. Yeah. But, so, but it's newy. This is actually, this is, it was a 2016 game of the year. Uh, it is Civilization VI. So anyone who's played Sid Meier's Civilization, Civilization Revolutions, uh, Civ VI is a, it's a huge title and it's just been released for iPad, uh, some iPhones and Apple TV. So you basically, you download it once and it will work on all these different platforms. Uh, it is free uh, for the first 60 turns, which if you've played a Civilization game in the past, that's about an hour's worth of gameplay. And then there is an in-app purchase, which actually is you know, a fairly decent value. You can try it out, see if you like it. Uh, until January 4th, it is on for $30 uh, US, so probably about 35 bucks Canadian. After that, though, it is the full-priced game of 60 bucks US. So this is, a, this is kind of a cool thing because we see, we're seeing a commitment to you know, full-scale gaming on the iPad and the Apple TV and the iPhone with, uh, with a big-name title, which comes with a big-name price. Not a bad deal. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm going to pick it up because I love Civilization. So, uh, you know, rip my free time. We're, we're done here. Uh, but it's going uh, to be fun. Don't forget to hit our contest page, getconnectedmedia.com. We are giving away a Dell 2-in-1 laptop. It is fantastic. Uh, Fantastic prize, so easy to uh, enter, and some pretty good odds on it as well. Again, the website, getconnectedmedia.com. Got something really special happening uh, next week if you're in the Vancouver uh, area. I'm uh, actually hosting uh, part of the drive uh, time uh, in the afternoons uh, with a special uh, drive time Get Connected show. It's going to be happening uh, Boxing Day, which is Tuesday, right through till Friday, and uh, every day from 4 to 6 uh, on CKNW. Here in Vancouver, uh, you'll be listening to uh, me and my uh, techie friends, and we will be taking your calls. I know lots of people are getting lots of tech gifts for Christmas and probably having a lot of questions on how to set them up or things aren't working properly. We are your on-air tech support. You can phone us, and we will answer your questions on air. And Graham, I know I'm dragging you in for this. I'm really looking forward to it, actually. And Christina, you're being dragged in as well. I, don't know I you, am. You are, yes. <laughs> you thought you had holiday? No. I, I did think that. I was under this impression. So again, this is uh, next week, uh, Tuesday through Friday from 4 to 6 o'clock every day. You can listen to our uh, sweet voices and we will take your calls. Uh, any tech-related questions you have with some of the gear and gadgets you got, or maybe you want some buying advice because you got a little extra coin in your pocket for Christmas. There's a lot of great deals happening during the Boxing uh, Week there. So uh, we encourage you to tune in and have your questions uh, ready as well. That's, again, the Get Connected uh, Drive Time uh, special happening uh, all next week week on CKNW between 4 to 6 uh, p.m. So we're excited to uh, have you listen in and uh, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Looks like that's all the time we have left. Don't forget to hit the website again, getconnectedmedia.com. Visit it. We've got a great contest giving away a Dell 2-in-1 laptop. you got to enter. This is Mike, Christine, and Graham signing off for Get Connected. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.